Welcome back, Community Matters, your girl, Super Cindy. And we are continuing the show with a very important young woman. She is the vice president of Unique Kids, Miss Shanette Rivera. Good morning, Shanette. Good morning. How are you feeling on this Sunday? Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> no worries. So let's talk a little bit about Unique Kids. What is Unique Kids? Uh, Unique Kids is a preschool located in Miami Gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been in business since 2002. Um the owner, which also happens to be my mom. Uh, we started this venture a back then. Business. Yes, it yeah. is. <laughs> we started this venture back then, and um, it's kind of growing. And she's, as a single mother growing up, she understood the hardships that do come with having children um, when you're trying to work late or um, survive, needing hours. Money. or Exactly. Yeah. So we started a preschool, and um, it's open late. So we're open till 10 p.m. But she's That's wanted. Super good. Yeah. Where is the school located? Give uh, me full address. 836 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens. So you're very central, right off the of Golden Gate, right, Bates, right, right, by right. You guys yes. are in the center. And we have people who come to us from as far as Liberty City and Hello. as far north as Fort Lauderdale and Dania. Okay. And Good it's job. easy because of the highways. Yeah. But, okay, um, so continue. I'm sorry. No I problem. Like, where, where are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> but um, so seeing how everything is, you know, she extended the hours to open late mm-hmm. and she wanted to do a little bit more. And seeing children who come to us who are in foster care or high-risk situations, she says she wanted to start doing a give back. And, you know, I'm all for it. And she hates that because she's like, you're always ready to spend my money (laughs) but you know that's what daughters are for exactly so we started our non-for-profit so we can start doing a little bit more um in the very in the very first one that we did she came out the pocket for everything so every book bag every supply Mm. that she donated she paid for and book bags are not cheap listen it it was expensive what what is the non-profit called unique kids Two preschool okay Okay. so um now that she sees how everything works and there's people that told her like oh my god you paid for all that you shouldn't have had to do that we did the non-for-profit so now we are doing it more often and what we like to do is just reach out to the community and ask those who are able to donate to give back even when it's the game trucks they usually sometimes give us a discount we had it one time where they did it for free Mm. um bounce houses we've had donated so the kids can come out for a day of fun because when we had his house you know they bring the children in rotation because there's so many of them so they come out and have a couple of hours playing the bounce house eat book bags whatever they want to do free to them they just have a day of fun just to let loose right before school starts okay before school starts and the work begins exactly so what are you guys asking for um as far as donations the event is when saturday august 11th correct saturday august 11th um right now what we're in need of is additional like uh composition books papers some more pencils um glue sticks sharpeners Mm -hmm. um scissors also we don't have about a bounce house donation as yet so that'll be awesome and any other anything else that people can add to it to just give extra to the children um, even face painters or balloon decorators anything to make a day of fun for them even if they want to donate an hour so even an know, hour yeah. I don't need the whole time not at all um, just an hour here or there I'm not going to be picky you know beggars can't be choosers but just something more and right now because I went yesterday to Walmart mm-hmm. they, all their school supplies are being stocked yes. up now and mm-hmm. it's really inexpensive Very. pencils right. sharpeners the, the necessities that you were saying right. the preschool and and young kids scissors right 
all that is like fifty cents, seventy five right. cents. So even if you just put ten dollars towards it and right. buy something, and drop or, it off, or get it. one book bag and fill it up, mm-hmm. that that counts. Yes. It so does. where should they drop off the um, the donations and the stuff? To our location. So that would be the eight three six Northwest one eighty third Street. And another thing is we're servicing children who are in kindergarten all the way up to high school. Okay. So it's not just little Peaceful children. Stuff. These are bigger kids as well. So anything you would think an older child would need for school, not necessarily the basics, would be essential. What is a day at Unique Kids, like the preschool itself? Oh. Like it starts at what five kids off the chain? <laughs> like, ex- like give people an inside look on on Unique Kids, the preschool. Uh, day to day, we open six fifteen in the morning. Mm-hmm. So six fifteen is kind of light because not everyone gets to work that early. Yeah. But um, right around eight thirty, it kickstarts everything. Um, eight thirty a.m. are VPK kids, which are those who are entering into kindergarten. Their day starts off with you know their typical reviewing numbers, colors, shapes. Most of them already recognize it if they've been with us. Mm-hmm. But there are times we have newcomers who don't know anything. So teachers kind of have to start from the beginning and then work their way up. They work their way up. Each age group has their own room, so there's no combinations of like twos and threes together or oh. infants in one. So there's an infant room, ones, two, three, and so forth. Okay. Each classroom is a foundation on the other. Younger kids, of course, are doing the basics, you know, learning their words, uh, learning how to hold their pencil, grasping, mm-hmm. getting used to coloring. Twos, they start getting ready to start tracing. Threes, we're getting them out of tracing to get to writing. They're doing simple addition. And it goes up to where our VPKs, they're reading because they have a reading tutor uh, two times out of the week that, you know, works alongside of our staff. Compound words, uh, deletion words, times tables. They're wow, very, yeah, that's they're very good. advanced. Usually the kids who graduate are way above level and that's how Miss Sharon likes it. And then they also have the option, we have a private school as well that's adjacent to our preschool. They can either leave and venture off into private uh, public schools or they can stay with our private school. That goes up to fifth grade. So how many kids do you guys have? Uh, currently it's the summer so a lot of kids are on vacation so there's probably about uh, I want to say 75 on a given school year. school year. We are at capacity. And, and we that? have a w- 93 children, Whoa. but that's at every given time. There's more kids enrolled, but, you know, when some children leave if they're part-time, they're other kids are coming in for night shift because they know they're staying late. So if parents are interested, like, for this upcoming year, are you guys already full to capacity of what you can Not take? just yet. We're still taking enrollment, but I do tell everyone to get in sooner than later, even if they just want to pay the registration to hold their spot, because we had a wait list for the past six months. Wow. It did not. Thank you. That. Nothing opened up. Number for you guys if they want to call to see 305-493-9625. And is there a website if they want to uh, yes. check out? Or... For the preschool, it's www.uniquekidspreschool.com. And if it's for our private school, uniquekidspreparatory.com. Yes, use that preparatory. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is your background? Like, did you study education or, like, you never thought of doing this? It was an idea you and your mom came up with and then... Honestly, it's really weird. I've always loved kids when I was younger. My mom used to tell me, well, why don't you be a pediatrician or a nurse, Mm -hmm. you know, that deals with children? Mm -hmm. And that was kind of something I was gearing to. Mm -hmm. But uh, we've always been into the medical field. My mom is a RN. Mm -hmm. My aunt's a doctor. It's just like all around me. So I worked for my aunt 
originally because mm-hmm. I was her office manager. Okay. And she just didn't like it anymore. <laughs> so that, she closed like it down. They, like they, they're doctors and they go to all that yeah. school and they realize yeah. this. Okay, well, she's still a doctor, but she yeah, did not want not, her private practice anymore. Yes, and she there's so much legal crap that comes yes, with it. I had a friend exactly. who was a doctor at her own place. She's like, I'm done. Yes. <laughs> so me, I know. Yeah. So when um, she decided to close down, I was going to work for the hospitals. But then she, my mom said to me, well, why do you want to go work for anybody else why don't you just work for yourself i'm like mom really then she's like really she's like what about if we started a daycare i'm like you are not gonna stop me from getting this <laughs> all these coins from the hospital for a daycare she's like no seriously i thought it was a joke at first mm-hmm. but we started off in her house she was working during the days as a nurse overnight came home slept while i ran it by myself went did all the schooling necessary and we've been tim and tot since okay. then and you know once things started building up and you know the money was saved we ventured out into the actual center in 07 and it's been up ever since then that is an awesome story mm-hmm. of like people just see a, a preschool and think okay I'm just gonna go do it but it's work it's work a lot of dedication yes what is, like what is the relationship with the kids like how do you deal with kids that are not behaved because I had a friend of mine and her three year old son was going and biting everybody like what do you guys do with the biters you put them all in one room and bite bite each other on the head off you know no it's a matter of consistency you have your biters and you have your hitters that's usually among like the two year olds sometimes one year olds Mm -hmm. but repetition you know telling them no you can't do that you have to catch stop them at that moment and let them know no But also we're very big on parent involvement. So even though we're telling them not to do this, we let the parents know that you have to reinforce as well. Because usually what they're doing in the school, they're doing at home. So we have to let them know you are just responsible in curving this behavior, not just us. Has a kid ever gotten kicked out of the school because it was just too much? We don't like to, but we have. I know. Sometimes you have to. You have to. Because he's corrupting or he or she is corrupting the rest of the Right. And then it's not even so much as that. It's the parents, they get very very furious when they're like listen i don't bring my child to school to be bitten and hitting and things of that nature so you really just like okay it has to either stop or we have to release so we do give them several opportunities to make adjustments but if it doesn't work we really have to just do what we have to do i hear that (laughs) so how involved are the parents because like as you said previously parents are working going like running around like a chicken with no head trying to make money to pay for the school right to pay for this to live well how involved can they very involved Um, that's how we operate we're not your typical school it's not a daycare a lot of people like to refer to it as a daycare where we're babysitting we teach we have a curriculum they have an agenda they have to wear uniforms Parent involvement. The one and two year olds. They do. Uniform? They very much do. Oh, I need a picture of that. I want to see them. Oh, how cute. Yes. They must feel like big kids. They, they the know. parents oh. cry sometimes. They're like, oh my God, they're so big. So cute. But yes. I love that. Yeah. And the parents, um, we let them know even upon enrollment. Your involvement is a necessity for them to grow and be successful. You can't just be one of those parents drop that off. drop off and leave and don't wonder what happened or what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And also, for there are some circumstances where the parents are not able to drop off and pick up because of their work hours, and there's others that they rely on to do that. We have a computerized system that we use to allow children to get, the adults to get in and out. So if your fingerprint is not registered, you can't get through the door. Fingerprints? Yes, yes honey. <laughs> I feel safe already. <laughs> and then Good not job. only that, it allows us to give them messages. So when they put their fingerprint to sign the child in, if we have a message that we need to relate to that parent, they get to see it. So they can let the parent know, hey, the school had a message in the computer and it said XYZ. That is Mm -hmm. awesome. And then we also have an app that we use. Mm -hmm. All of our parents upon sign-on, we put them in the app and we can send them a direct message that goes directly to their cell phone. So they get the memos and they will always know what's going on because we have to keep them involved. We also do parent events where the parents, they know well in advance. They come to the school just to bond with the children, doing activities, get to know the teachers, any questions they have. We do that at least twice a year. I love that. Mm -hmm. Technology at its finest. Yes. Use it, honey. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And how many teachers do you have? Uh, For the preschool, I want to say about 12 or 13. Nice. Um, and we also cook our own meals, so then we have our cooks. Oh, so what's lunch like? But like lunch and dinner, because some kids stay are at insane. night. Correct. So we actually serve four meals. So the kids wow. who are more on the earlier shift, they'll uh-huh. get breakfast, lunch, and snack. Those who are more on the later shift, they'll get lunch, snack, and dinner. Oh. Everything is prepped in house. We buy our you know meats or whatever, and they cook it on site. We tried the catering, but I think we already went bad. We already spoiled the children. They would not eat any of the food. I'm I'm going to be very upfront. The parents will tell you you need. Kids, students are spoiled. They get things they see at home. <laughs> they get brown stew, chicken, and rice. Hello. They get corned beef and cabbage. Um, they get macaroni and cheese what with the, chicken. What are the times it's served? I might just stop by one day for <laughs> <at the> dinner. <laughs> um, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> kids for lunch and dinner. Right, and a right. Snack. Yes, yes. But they I get good food. Mm-hmm. So again, the information of your school. If you want to call Unique Kids, it's three zero five four nine three nine six two five. And again, let's reiterate that event. It's all happening on Saturday, August 11th. It's a donation request for the um, community outreach. Right. They're seeking donations and sponsors for book bags, mm-hmm. school supplies. Even if you could just donate one bag full right. of supplies. Mm-hmm. They're not asking you to donate a whole truck full of stuff. Right. Now, the event, again, is on Saturday, August 11th, from noon to 4 p.m. And is it open to everyone, or is it open to... they have to register? Like, how do you go? There's no registration. We're open to everyone. Um, of course, our priority are the children's in the center, but they have their arranged times that they come, so we already expect them... Anyone else is more than welcome to come if they are in need. Um, Also, you know, Publix helped us out. They gave us a nice lump sum to aid with food items. But if anybody has juices, waters, Capri Suns, uh, preferably no sodas. We don't like to condone giving children sodas. So Mm -hmm. juice items. That's awesome as well. I love this. So again, Miss Shanette Rivera from Unique Kids. Find out more information at UniqueKidsPreschool.com or UniqueKidsPreparatory.com. Right. Thanks so much for stopping by. Thank you so much for having us. Like I said, I might stop by for dinner or lunch. Sure. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) Community Matters, your girl Super Cindy. 99 Jams. Community Matters. And live in the studio, I have the first vice chair of the St. John St. John's Community Development Corporation, Dr. Will Miller. Good morning, doctor. Good morning, Cindy. How are you this blessed Sunday? I'm doing fine, thank you. (laughs) All right, so we're here to talk about a lot of things because um, the St. John's CDC has a lot of amazing 
things for the community going on. We have an event. You have an event coming up. Look at me, including myself. We. <laughs> now it's my event, too. Um, but we have you have an event coming up, too. So let's talk about all of that this morning to let all the listeners know. Um, so let's start with you, doctor. What is your background? Were you raised in South Florida? Where are you originally from? Oh, I'm a trans- transplant okay. from Georgia. Hey. And uh, I've been here a long time, <laughs> more than 50 years. So you Miami. You're 305. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so how did you get involved with St. John's Community um, Development Corporation? Well, I'm a member of the St. John Baptist Church. Okay. And I've been there since 1956. So the church has been there that since, long? Oh, more than 100 years. Wow. Right. So it's a historic... Yes, it's a historic mem- site. Wow. I need to visit that church. Yes, you must. <laughs> right. So how did you get involved with their Community Development Corporation part of it, the CDC? Well, we have a board. Each year, so many people rotate mm-hmm. on the board. Okay. And uh, there were vacancies with our new pastor, mm-hmm. who is James Adams, and he appointed me about seven years ago. So what does it mean being on the board? Like, what decisions are made? What, what do you guys do? Well, we attend the meetings. Mm-hmm. We approve a great deal of business mm. for the CDC. Financial matters. Mm-hmm. Social matters. We do. We approve everything the board does. I wish everyone can see you this morning because I love your appearance and your clothes. Like you look very Wakanda forever. I love that. But um, <laughs> but I, I can tell you've been Wakanda forever. You didn't just jump on the Wakanda forever bandwagon. That's right. Okay. I love that. Let's fast forward. So you attend St. John's Church, and where is that located? Um, 3rd Avenue and 13th Street. Overtown. Northwest, Overtown. Yes. And so that, I could imagine the history in that church. You're yes. saying it's been there over 100 years in Overtown. It was a showplace for many years. With all the changes happening in Overtown right now, it, I know it's a historic landmark, but have they done work or has it been kept up all these years? Well, that's what we're trying to do now with oh. the inside. Okay. You know, you can't change the outside once it's historic. Yes. It has to remain the same. Okay. But uh, we are doing the inside, getting new pews, new lighting, AC, all of that. Oh, that's so great. And uh, we hope to be there for another hundred so years. Praise God. He will make it happen. (laughs) What are some of the things that the CDC does? The CDC focuses mostly on affordable housing. Mm, That's important. For right now. Okay. And we're looking forward to permanent housing, like home ownership. Mm -hmm, Instead of renting. (laughs) Yes. That is what we do. We do projects like that for the community. So what do those projects consist of? The locations are over town. Okay. And uh, you can come from wherever. With the new rebuilding of Overtown, I could imagine how much these places cost. So what is happening? (laughs) That's why it's affordable through the CDC. Oh, so how are you, you know, because I know developers, they want the rich people to buy out hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever the things are costing. How does that work to make it affordable when these people want the rich people moving in, but you want to keep the community and make it affordable to the average person. Well, these are model 
homes, mm -hmm. model ap apartments, okay. the best material, top notch, mm. or one someone to move into one of them is quite an honorable thing. Yes. And the St. John CDC sets an example for all of the other developers in the area. We do quite well. We, our places are show places. Mm, we need to come see those. Like the new building that's going up now, the St. John Plaza, across the street from the church. Oh. It's a beautiful development. It's outstanding. Going to have a child learning center. The uh, CDC offices are going to move into that building. We look forward to a beautiful thing later this year. Oh, congratulations on that. So how is funding raised for the CDC? Because all these things you're talking about cost money. Yes, the CDC gets its uh, funds from the government, okay. CRAs, mm -hmm. grants. We are trying to go with the rent coming from the apartments. Mm -hmm. Now that sustains us. We are self-supporting right now. Oh, We're doing very well. That sounds so amazing. <laughs> there was a rapper, Rick Ross, that came out with a song, Buy Back the Block. And that's basically what you guys are doing, keeping it within our means and making it affordable exactly. for, so that we don't have to move to another area now that they're upgrading it, right. now that they're cleaning it, now that they're making it beautiful. Why do we have to leave? And if you have a job downtown... You could rent Perfect. a place right there and live close to your place of work. What are the guidelines to qualify for it? You have to have income that is within means. Okay. That uh, would qualify you to, yeah. to move into that area, into one of the apartments. I love that. That is so amazing. I know you have an event coming up. Right. Things are cooking in Overtown. Right. That's And that's the only fundraiser we have. <laughs> Really? Yes, things are cooking in Overtown. I just want to know who's your grant writer then, because how do you get all these grants? <laughs> it's, it's I need help. <laughs> it's a big gala, and uh, it's held at uh, Jungle Island. It's impressive. What do you wear to it? Is it gowns, or is it... Right, yes. I wear my daishiki outfit. Ooh, yes, I could just imagine how well, you I go Well, I wear to mine doctor. every day. <laughs> I know, but I know you probably wear the best pressed, nice one of your collection. <laughs> yes, I, I, I really heat up 20th Street. Ooh. Oh, yes. I like that, doctor. All right. So Things Are Cooking in Overtown is your 18th annual gala celebration. Congratulations on that. Going down Friday, August 24th, 6.30 p.m. at Jungle Island in the Bloom Ballroom. For tickets, you can go to stjohncdc.org, which is the website. And you can also go there to find out all the information um, of the CDC. And also, you can call 305-372. 0682. So proceeds from this gala, I heard through the grapevine, goes to a few scholarships. Yes, from students from Booker T. Washington. Yes. Senior High School. All right. Which is in the area. Yes. This year, mm -hmm. we are going to honor Dr. Nelson Adams, famous gynecologist mm -hmm. right here in town. And he has led us for the past 22 years. And mm -hmm. uh, we are happy to honor him and his family for leading us through the good times and the bad times. So, doctor, you spoke about Dr. Nelson Adams III, who is one of the honorees. Past honorees have been our commissioner, Keon Hardiman, who has really done a lot for the city. 
for the city of Overtown. Yes, yes. He is like the face of Overtown, honestly, isn't he? Yes. And he dances because we were on stage at the Overtown <laughs> Music Festival dancing and rapping together. So <laughs> when the CDC has a project of like developing what construction company or how do you know who you're hiring for that? I don't know how they pull from a pool, but mm-hmm. I'm sure they have their contacts. Okay. Uh, who are builders and mm-hmm. developers. And so then you also have a job fair to have, you know, people that are familiar with construction helping to build their own community because yes. they, some of the people that work to build it also end up living in the community. Exactly. And we have, uh, for that particular project, we have more than 200 applications wow. for just 90 units. Wow. So that just show you that the St. John CDC housing is a very popular house. And now that, that Overtown is becoming the hip place, you know, like Wynwood and South Beach, it's I'm sure right. that list is going to be crazier. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. If people want to find out more information about St. John CDC, let me give out that information. It's St. John CDC Overtown. Also, St. John CDC is the Twitter. And St. John CDC.org is the website that you can definitely go to and find out more information on it. Doctor, I just want to thank you so much and for informing me on this historical black church in Overtown, St. John, and also the St. John's Community Development Corporation, building housing for those in, you know, that need housing, affordable housing. And let me tell you something, I'm about to add my name to the list, (laughs) but I might have to lie on the application, so I'm sorry. I won't do that this Sunday. (laughs) But thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you so very much. All right, your girl, Super Cindy, Community Matters, 99 Jams.